Today's episode of The Eavesdrop is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audio download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com eavesdrop. That's E-A-S-E-D-R-O-P. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Eavesdrop Podcast. My name is Brett Battistain. I am the host of Here to Force Said Forthwith Podcast. <laughs> and uh, this is the podcast where on usual days we have an open door policy sort of thing going on where... I just invite whoever to come be on the podcast to come be on it. Um, so if you want to, if you're listening to this and you want to come by, maybe you can. If you're around, you know, you got to be at the in the right place at the right time. More or less. Uh, so anyways, um, I right off the top of the show, if you want to help out with us doing something good, go to the link to the tip jar for this podcast, donate some money, and we're going to give it to, once we get to a thousand bucks, we're going to give it to somebody who needs it. So uh, if you want to help me try and bring some good into the world, then go ahead and do that. Um, it's 4.32 right now and on a, on a Wednesday, which is when we normally record. I started on time today, which is nice and unusual. I didn't have any, I wasn't rushing from anywhere. I got here when I was supposed to, and uh, I've kind of just been fucking around for a while. <laughs> um, let's see. I mean, where where to start off? Oh, also, too, if you haven't checked out some of the, uh, the side shows from the eavesdrop uh ranked and deep and hard uh i would encourage you to go back in the eavesdrop podcast feed and check those out they have been pretty cool pretty fun pretty interesting i would say maybe to an extent i don't know you be the judge you go check them out and then uh you be the judge you know can't tell you if it's good or bad <laughs> it's up for i felt good about it it's up for you to decide uh, so far, there's nobody else here. It's just me, which is always an interesting kind of strange way to start the show off. But sometimes it feels nice to kind of be able to settle in a little bit, maybe set the tone for whatever's going down. Um, let's see. I guess to start off i don't i don't <laughs> i guess to start off i'll just let's just uh talk about what's been going what my day was like uh i guess today was a little unusual because i had to go to a lawyer's office and sign some paperwork to get a watch that my dad had left me had 
my dad left me. Um, he died back in November, as listeners of the show might have heard, because um, I know I've talked about it on here before. Um, and it was kind of weird. I kind of had a weird, it was a weird feeling, because it was kind of like the last thing um, to, that kind of needed to happen. Um, like all the other stuff's been taken care of, and, you know, his will and all that's been executed, and I just needed to go pick up this, this old watch. And it was weird, I didn't even know what watch it was. I, you know, he he left in his will that I was going to get this watch, and I was like, oh, that's nice, but I, I, don't, I don't really know what he's referring to. <laughs> but then when I, when I opened it up and looked at it, I kind of, it, it came flooding back to me. I was like, oh, I do know this watch. Um, and it's not that I had growing up or anything like that. I had any sort of special attachments to it or anything like that. Um, I never really had it. I've never really had anything like that where with my parents or anything like that, where I just was like pining for something or thought something that they had was so cool when I was a kid. But I guess seeing that watch today, it brought, it just brought back a lot of, um, emotion and, and I never thought that I would ever be a sentimental person but it turns out I am and I think sometimes it takes kind of big life changes to put into perspective how something like lineage and legacy and tradition are are something that should be valued sometimes because to me tradition has always been something where you know, it's something that you're just supposed to do just because it's tradition and doesn't really have a lot of meaning or weight behind it, or the meaning has been obscured through history, you know, like holidays and stuff like that, and like putting up a Christmas tree and all that kind of stuff was never, never appealing to me. It's never made a lot of sense to me. And it might be because I'm by nature a little bit of a contrarian, but, uh, yeah, it's just never made it just never made sense to me. But dealing with the death of someone close to you and going through being a a new dad to a degree, um, it puts those things kind of in into perspective for you. Like seeing that watch made me want to keep that watch and leave it for my son when I die, and. To me, I guess there is, when you look at it that way, there is something special about that, something that can kind of be carried on through time that you people might not know the story, um, but it does maybe carry your a little bit of your story along with it. And there's something kind of beautiful about that. Now I say this fully acknowledging that at some point in the future, the universe is going to die and there will be no memories. There will be no, uh, humans will have died off and there will be nothing, no one around to even acknowledge these legacies that we have left behind. But, um, I guess that doesn't really matter, you know, <laughs> when it comes down to it, that type of shit doesn't really matter, right? 
it's all about maybe just kind of being here and accepting the utter um I don't want to say hopelessness of it, but I guess it is a little hopeless, but it doesn't mean that that, that it's meaningless, right? Um, what is this, an episode of Deep and Hard? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't know. I guess I just, you know, you have those days where something kind of like takes you by surprise and it kind of sets the tone for the rest of your day. Uh, that's kind of what this experience was for me. And, you know, I, it, death, I've, I always thought I wasn't afraid of death, but, you know, the more you, the older you grow and the more people around you die, you kind of start to realize the fragility of, uh, existence. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> did I get too high for this? <laughs> Man, what am I fucking Mark Marin over here? <laughs> Sometimes I, it's hard not to just try and like emulate other podcasts that are successful, you know? I think that's the thing of any new endeavor is you just, you know, you get inspired by other people in that field and you're just, you just want to emulate them. And there it's, Sometimes you do it more than others, and sometimes you, a lot of times you probably do it more than you want to, um, but hopefully eventually this show and all the other fledgling shows on this very network will start to kind of find their own voices and own their own swing of things, and um, that's all you can hope for, right? <laughs> Can't be great at, be hard to be perfect out of the gate. This I'm not Conan O'Brien, right? That podcast was amazing right off the gate, right out of the gate. But I'm I'm no Conan, you know? I, I haven't been doing comedy for 150 years. <laughs> That's how long he's been doing it, right? Um, let's see. There are, I guess I will say this now, uh, because I have, oh, we're 10 minutes in, and I have officially run out of fucking things to say. Um, oh, uh, we, we, uh, I guess I, no, (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) oh, sorry for coughing right into the mic. I was going to start talking about death more. Who wants to hear about that? No, I don't, is anybody tuning into this fucking stupid podcast because they want to hear my musings on death (laughs) and mortality i don't think so if you are i mean i don't know what to tell you i'm just making a little note of something i'm saying maybe this should be reserved for a deep and hard episode you know because i don't necessarily think this show needs to be funny all the time but I would say it's mostly a fun, supposed to be a fun thing and funny for the most part. It doesn't always have to be that way. I've said that a million times on this show and we're only on episode like fucking 15. So, you know, (laughs) 
Um, it is 4.42 now. <laughs> I'm just going to count down, count the minutes down. Um, maybe I should do a power two hour and just take a drink of beer every one minute. And then by the end of this podcast, I'll be so fucking shit-faced. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think when this first started, I had it in my mind that if nobody showed up, I would try and do it for two hours. And I guess potentially that's still the goal, but I don't think anybody really wants to hear that. Um, there's only been one time where somebody showed up after like the one hour mark anyways. So, you know, I, I don't, I, there's, it seems people generally get here pretty close to when the show starts. Um, that's not my intention. That's never been my intention. It was always intended to be kind of like a drop by thing. Um, you know, so maybe somebody comes by for like 15, 20 minutes, but, uh, all these fucking people come in and they just want to hang out for the whole fucking two hours. <laughs> I'm not throwing shade. Okay. That's not shade. That's just, things are not always what your things are never going to be how you design them to be. So I can't complain that the, the vision that I had for it was not achieved within the first 14 fucking episodes. So, you know, what can I tell you? Imagine if this was a daily show. We do it. We put out one or two a week. Imagine if I was doing this every fucking day. Something would definitely you. I think people would look at that output and be like, this guy's fucking insane. Nobody could be listening to this every day. <laughs> There's no way. I've listened to one of those fucking podcasts, and it was not <laughs> going to handle 30 minutes of it for once a week, but two hours every day? No way. I definitely couldn't do that. What is that? There's something clicking. I don't know what that is. Somebody here? <laughs> sure hope not. I'm having too much fun on my own. I need to loosen up a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. This is why you have a co-host, you know? This is why you have a co-host. Somebody to help keep things moving if things start to fall apart. But what can I do? Having a co-host is hard. Having to, like, work on somebody else's schedule. I guess it could be cool. Maybe. Do you want to co-host this show? You want an audition to be my co-host? Be my fucking guest. Send in. <laughs> be my guest. And then you can be a co-host. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think having, having co-hosts is difficult, but there obviously is some benefit to it. Like, if you're listening to this now, you would be like, oh, yeah, this guy should get a fucking co-host. But I don't think anybody could handle being around me for this long that often. 
<sighs> I don't think I don't think that's I don't think that's my type of personality. Oh, oh God! I've been watching so much of the challenge lately. Do you guys know the challenge? It's my favorite show. The challenge, the real world road rules challenge, as it used to be named. Now it's just the challenge. It is the greatest. I'm a little tired because I keep staying up too late after my kids go to sleep watching episodes, reruns on Amazon Prime from a couple years ago that I, I haven't seen because they put out like two or three fucking seasons a year. So it's pretty it's kind of hard to keep up sometimes. So I've been going back and watching some of the ones that are on Amazon Prime and I get so roped into this fucking show that I could just I could probably watch a full season every day if time allowed but again time doesn't allow for some reason i've just been my wife has been into it she likes the show too i don't know if she likes it as much as i do because i really like that show i would like to start a fantasy the challenge league if anybody wanted to do hey if you want to start a fantasy challenge league with me get at me because fuck that would be fun Fantasy football, no way. No fantasy baseball. Fantasy reality shows. That's what I'm all about. I think that sounds way more fun. There's got to be like a fantasy league for the Real Housewives of Atlanta and stuff. There's just got to be. There's no way there's not. Right? <sighs> the challenge. Johnny Bananas. <laughs> My fucking man. There's, I don't know if there's anybody that has personified a real-life villain as much as that guy does. And I, I'm a, I gotta say, I'm a fan. He is a, I'm not saying, he, the way I said it to my wife, she didn't understand why I liked him so much. And I was like, because he has, he is an asshole. He does not seem like a very good person. He seems like a, a drag to be around. But he does play the game incredibly well. And he has the titles to show for it. And he... So he can back it up. Like all of the sh shit he talks to other people and all of his political machinations that he puts into effect on the show. Like it pans out for him. It's hard to deny that it's impossible to not deny that he's won, he's won the show like six times that's crazy six times he's won like three quarter he's won like almost a million dollars at least seven hundred thousand dollars from playing that show from winning on that show that's insane what a life i would i would love to be on that show I will. I would get swole to be on that show. <laughs> MTV, if you're listening, I this is my official application to be on the challenge. If you let me be on a, the next season of the challenge, I promise you, we could do a sick, awesome transformation video of the challenge workout, and it's me getting fucking swole to be on the challenge. <laughs> I I think I would I feel like I would crush it on that show. I know probably there's quite a few people to that would say this because it is the most successful MTV show of all time. So there's probably a lot of people out there that are like I would go on and I would crush it, but I genuinely think I would crush it. I feel like I would have 
play the strategy part pretty goddamn well because I don't know. It doesn't seem like everybody on that show is super smart. And I, I'm not saying that as a dig. Uh, maybe I am. <laughs> maybe it is a dig. Uh, they don't, they, I mean, this will just stir the pot as they say on, uh, if I ever get invited on, they'll come back and listen to this and they'll be like, Oh, he called us all dumb. I got, I got mad drama with this guy. And then I would start dividing up alliances, uh, you know, sending people into elimination rounds and not going to hook up with anybody, you know, cause I'm, I am married. We don't have an open relationship as far as I know. <laughs> she talked about open relationships a little bit on a recent episode of Never Better. And I was like, oh, is she into this? <laughs> um, but I I do. I, yeah, I think I would be pretty good on the game. If I could get in shape, if I could get at least kind of buff to be on that show, because not everybody on that show is like a ripped huge buff motherfucker there's a couple in ct that guy's a, a brick shit house uh props to that guy because he is i mean he's a behemoth he's like a goddamn yeti it's honestly it's frightening when i see other guys having to like r do physical challenges with them where they can like wrestle or like charge into each other or like body check each other. This guy is like, he's got to be like six, five and like 300 pounds of pure muscle. I got, I'm going to look it up. How much I'm going to look up. How much does CT weigh? How much does CT? Uh, I think his name is like train way from the challenge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. Somebody, somebody also, Oh, height and weight of the contestants. This is on Reddit. We always hear about how CT is a beast and Johnny isn't as big as he might look on TV. But does anyone know how big or small the guys and girls are? I found Zach's measurements from the combine. 6'3", 220 pounds. That guy is pretty huge, but that guy sucks big time. Um... So, okay, so it looks like CT is 250 pounds. That's crazy. 250 pounds, at least. I don't know how tall he is, but he's fucking tall. 6'1". Um, that's crazy. But the, oh, the, the, the season that we've been catching up on is the uh, Dirty 30, <laughs> Dirty 30 season. If you're a drinker, watch the challenge Dirty 30 season and take a drink every time they say dirty because the host, TJ Lavin, says dirty minimum 100 times per episode. <laughs> He'll be like, I told you this game was dirty at the beginning when I said it was called Dirty 30. It's the dirtiest game. It's the dirtiest season. We're all dirty. You're all dirty guys. <laughs> you're all dirty birds. <laughs> and... Uh, you'll 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 get wasted, but the that's the one. And there was a challenge where they had to go to opposite sides of like a uh like an arena, like an old school like um uh what's the, like a ruin 
you know, um, in uh, Colombia. They're in Colombia, and they're in like a coliseum type thing where people would like do bullfights and stuff. I don't know what that's called, but they're in there, and they have to they have to like run through like a bottleneck from both sides, and the bottleneck is only big enough for one person, and it's a bunch of <laughs> scrawny guys. Or smaller guys and a bunch of huge dudes and they just charge at each other and the ct dude is at the front of the other team and he just uh annihilates them it's insane he smashes right through them like the thought of just running as fast as i can and getting body slammed by that dude is horrifying i would have to get swole <laughs> i would have to get swole before i went on the challenge i think we can agree on that if you've ever seen a picture of me you know that I am a very skinny guy. I know you might not be able to tell by my very strong voice, but I am I am little as fuck. <laughs> I, I weigh uh, I probably weigh a hundred pounds. Yeah, I weigh a hundred pounds, ninety pounds less than CT. That's insane. And getting getting smashed by that guy sounds fucking awful. I don't know. They're like real athletes. They ha- they're basically doing like real... It's like American gladiators. That's what it is. It's like American gladiators. Except some of the challenges are like puzzles and stuff. And there's also in-house drama and hookups. <laughs> Which is honestly, that's my least favorite part. I like just watching people do challenges. I like American gladiators. I like American Ninja Warrior. I like shows like that where people have to... Like, do obstacle courses and stuff like that. I think it's so fun. Or Wipeout. That's the funniest one, right? Because people just biff it the whole time. <laughs> whoa, 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 Wipeout. <laughs> I wish I had a soundboard for, for moments like this. Oh, man. All right. Well, time time to check in with the, the clock. It is 4.56. And now I guess the question will become, how long do we want to stick with this? If, if this was live, maybe it would be different because I could have people call in and stuff. Call in. Maybe I bitch too much about people coming all the time. And now nobody wants to come because they're like, well, he didn't, he didn't want us. He didn't want us before. Why would he want to? Why would he want us? Why? Why should I like him now? Well, good point. <laughs> good, very good point. I don't. Well, I'll say this: people haven't come by five thirty. We're definitely gonna stop. You know. So, that's. Maybe that's what it'll be. Maybe this will be the first. We knew this was going to happen. We've been preparing for it. But, I mean, maybe next week will be... Di- you know what? Somebody will be here next week. If you're listening to this, you should come on to this fucking podcast. All right? I know there's a few of you out there. All right? I, I'm not the only one listening to this shit. If you're listening to this... Come on this fucking podcast. Take the afternoon off from work and get in here. I want to talk to you. I need somebody to talk to, obviously. (laughs) 
This is just my slow descent into madness. <laughs> what? What? What does it matter? <laughs> what are we? What are we doing here? What's going on? What are we doing here with this? I, I, I just. This is like, you know, when people. I feel like a lot of times if people start when people start stand up comedy they'll they'll start it and they'll be like oh you know what i can i'll just go up there and i'll just be funny like i am with my friends and then you go up there and you're like i could be i'll just be funny and everybody's like oh yeah none of this applies to us and we have no reference point for what you're talking about you're just talking about funny things you've done with your friends <laughs> that are not they're all it's only funny to you and your friends <laughs> Uh, that's what I feel like this is like right now. Is that what this is like? This can't be, this isn't funny to everyone for sure. This can, this is probably only funny to like 1% of even the people listening. There's 99% of people that are listening to this right now that are like, this is pathetic. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't disagree with you. Uh, but I guess you you just got to stick it out through the times when you feel pathetic, right? <sighs> Hello. Hey. What's up, Honky? How's it going? It's going all right. Good. How we're today. Huh? Is that how we're talking today? Yeah, <laughs> that's how we're talking today. Everything up. Hello. What's up, bud? How's it going? What'd I miss? Uh, I've just been talking about the challenge for a while. Uh, what challenge? Uh, the cinnamon challenge? No, uh, MTV's, the cha uh, uh, MTV's the challenge. Oh, uh, the MTV's still on the air? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, technically. So, uh, what is this challenge video? Uh, who's playing the music? No. <laughs> <laughs> Challenger is like, that's a great name for, there's got, there's definitely like an 80s hair metal band called Challenger. There's got to be, right? The, yeah, yeah, they might be Christian. <laughs> well, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't ask me. It's like, when was the last time you watched MTV, dude? Late '80s. <laughs> well, I've I've always really the only reality shows that I really like are I've lo always loved Real World and always love I always loved Road Rules when it was on. Okay. And back in like the late night, I think it started in like the late '90s, maybe when those were like kind of at their peak, you know? Okay. Um. And, and the, kind of after, um, like real, it was like once real world kind of started to get more about like, like in, in-house fighting and stuff like that. And like people getting drunk and having, getting into fights with each other, you know, you know, to, uh, to build up the snooky. I yeah, gotcha. I gotcha. yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and they did, so they did like a crossover show between road rules and real world where they would have to like, it was kind of like American gladiator. Well, okay, so this was after Pizish, uh, Christina Pazishki was on uh, 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 Road Rules? Uh, yes. This is way after that? Okay, I think okay. so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yes, because it, it started after like four or five seasons of Road Rules. So what's the challenge about? So it's it's it, it started off... Is this going to be repetitive to the listeners, by the way? Uh, uh, not necessarily, no, because okay. it's okay. kind of talking about something different now. Okay. Well, you uh, know I'm just gearing up to make fun of it, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but uh, so they, they, what they did is they did a crossover TV show where 
cast people from different seasons of the real world and cast people from different seasons of the road rules would have to go into like do like American gladiator type of uh, challenges nice. and they would compete against each other to see who like would win the prize money at the end. Okay. Um, and it's been going on for, uh, like 20 years and they do a couple seasons a year. So they're now in their like Jeez. in season, like 35. So it's still going? It's still going. Oh my God. It's still going strong. It's the most successful show MTV's ever had. And, um, Holy it's, shit. it's fucking, it's a fucking awesome show. Like, cause they are doing like real athletic things like kind of like American Ninja Warrior or, uh, like American Gladiators. But then you also have like the combined stuff of like the, st- like they'll do stuff like in the house, yeah. you know, cause they all like go to like a far off country. Yeah. Easter and, egg hunt. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they go up to like a, yeah, a far off country and they like stay in like a big mansion like oh. all the contestants because there's like it starts off with like 30 of them 30 yeah oh my god and they just kind of get like whittled down you know uh, well, yeah yeah and, and well after a couple murders and, and uh, it, it, the cool thing is too is that they change up the format every season so they've done like um seasons where it was like uh um fat guys versus it, it oh, was no. a, a um battle of the exes um so like they would pair up ex-boyfriends and girlfriends to oh, have boy. to compete against other ex-couples <laughs> And then they've done seasons of uh, called like Rivals, where people from previous seasons that like clashed and butted heads would have to pair up to be on a team. <laughs> and then they've done like free agent seasons where everybody's kind of like out for themselves. And um, you you know like wow, it, it, there's like political machinations that happen in the show because people are like plotting against each other to like get them out of the game. And like people are like forming alliances and strategizing to be like, well, we got to get knockout like. Some strong players early gotta on. Gotta get rid of Earl. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, uh, the thing is, you don't want to, like, they'll, like, vote to send people into, like, a final challenge where they have yeah. to, like, battle one on one. Yeah, Thunderdome. <laughs> and somebody gets sent home. So they're, like, yeah. you know, they don't have a chance at the money. So what they do, it, like, part of the strategy is for a lot of people is, like, you can't, like, vote somebody in to the elimination round too early on. Because if they're a really strong competitor, they're going to come back into the house and they they might win. They're likely to win challenges yeah. in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they're going to be like, well, you voted me in, so I'm going to vote you in. Uh, and the like, the more you go yeah, yeah. into those final eliminations, the larger chance you have of losing. You know, right, right. Uh, so there's like tons of strategy involved and uh, like real physical like challenges and. Like op- the like one of the season finales. Hence the name. Yeah, one of the season finales was uh, they had to like do like a three day challenge where they had to like uh, first they had to like canoe or kayak down a, like a raging river in the Andes and uh, had to like make their way down and then like carry their canoe up a hill and then the like through the night they had to like ride on a stationary uh, like uh, cycle and just like. Uh, bike that like 25 miles like theoretical miles you right, know right, right. Um, before they could even go to sleep and then the next day they had to like hike up uh, like uh, like 1000 foot summit of a volcano oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. and then they had to jump in <laughs> yeah and then ju- it was and just like, gonna put the ring into Mordor and there's this dude his name <sighs> is uh, Johnny uh, his nickname is Johnny Bananas, and he's been he was on like Real World Las Vegas like in the early 2000s, and he's been on the show like forever, and he's like a, he's the villain of the show, but he's also won the challenge six times. 
which means he has racked up over $700,000 just from doing this. And he's on almost all the seasons. So this fucking guy, he goes to all these different exotic places all over the world, lives in a sweet mansion with like free booze, free food, all that stuff taken care of for you. And he also is like likely to go in there and fucking make bank. (laughs) Jesus, dude, that's that's pretty crazy, dude. I know. That's a, that's bananas. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> like, the name. there's uh, yeah, there's like a lot of people, like a lot of repeat characters that have been on the show, like since the, like the early days of it. So they're kind of like old vets, and they like know how to play the game, and they like know how to like compete in the challenges, and they like train for it. Do they ever play games from other shows, like Plinko, or <laughs> have to spin a big wheel? Well, so um, they actually will sometimes. D- they, like some of the challenges are like mental challenges. Well, they have to like solve puzzles and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, so yeah, sometimes I mean, I mean, sometimes there are like things that are like taken from other games for sure. It's funny. Uh, my buddy Rob Mara threw a theme party one night, and it's back when. Uh, gosh, uh, uh, what's the one where they vote people off? The the one survivor. That, okay, survivor. It was mm-hmm. the, it was that kind of party. Yeah. So they separated two teams, and then we had all these challenges. And I was pretty good at physical <laughs> challenges and stuff, but then. There was a, a, a group challenge where there was a, a math problem and there was a guy that was like, I like you did taxes or something. He's like, no, I'm really good with numbers. And I'm like, well, oddly enough, me too. I mean, it's not when it comes to my ch- uh, balancing my budget, <laughs> but I'm actually pretty good, especially with simple math and, 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 and math problems. And the thing was, is like the, you were, they would time how long it would take you to, and then you got a, like a, like a. 25 second penalty if you got the answer wrong Mm -hmm. maybe it was 30 seconds but all i know was i was like dude you know the first team went first he goes look how long it's taken them let's go in there put an answer down and eat the fucking 32 seconds Mm -hmm. and he's like no 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 no. i think we can i'm like dude you're not like look they're at 45 right now and i don't even know and i don't maybe they solved it in 50 seconds Mm -hmm. maybe a little over a minute Mm -hmm. but i was like all you got to do is just go in there and get it wrong and Mm -hmm. you're gonna crush it like we like we already win right and uh so but they didn't do that uh, and it was what we should have done but it was funny because we're getting whittled down and like it, you know there was golf mini golf there was like dartboard there was physical ones there's the mental and but it got down to the point i go okay i'm one of three people on my side and there i think there was two or three people on the other side mm-hmm. and uh and and like since i was di- like i knew i was doing well and i was like look if we lose this i already know who's going it's me because all three of them are going to vote. That's half the votes. Uh, And all it takes is, you know, the other bit. And so I go, you know what? And I knew just every, like, since they were voting for those three, those two guys, all we got to do is just vote for chat. (laughs) So I said, fuck that. I'm going clean sweep. We lost the challenge. So I knew everybody's going to vote for me. And they even did video. And so I sat down like, all right, so who do you want to eliminate? I go, I want to eliminate me because I know it's coming. Okay. And I want a clean sweep. (laughs) So it was six votes against me. It was beautiful. Oh, nice. Uh, there, so there's there's <laughs> two things. So I've been watching, uh, been catching up on old seasons of the challenge. Okay, that's how I started talking about this. Is because like the last couple of days we got like uh, the on Amazon Prime they have like sub subscriptions that you can do. You know, like HBO and yeah. Stars and stuff like that. But they okay. have one that's like MTV. Okay. And so I saw that they had a bunch of seasons of the challenge on there, and I hadn't watched in a couple of years because they just because they put out so many of them like two or three a year so you just want to binge so yeah Ashley and I have been kind of like catching up on a couple old seasons and there was two there's two like I think um, all time great uh, things that have happened on the challenge and one was um, 
they, and they both require just a scotch of backstory. So one, they both involve Johnny Bananas, by the way. Shocker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, one of them is, it happens in uh, the final challenge, right? So it's the season finale. Um, and it's, it's a, Johnny Bananas versus <laughs> it's a it's, Zeus. It was a it was a rivals season, so people were paired up with their rivals, right? Okay, okay. There's three and there's three teams, right? And the the Johnny Bananas, his team is in uh, first place at the end of it because it's like a time challenge, right? Okay. So it's like your best time in like a variety of different challenges, all kind of like combined. Okay. Um. So best with best overall time, right? Right. And um. So, uh, uh, like a, the season previous, Johnny Banana's partner Sarah had kind of like done him dirty. Like they had an alliance where they were gonna, they were like, we're gonna be in, like we'll watch each other's back. So we'll at least both be in the final challenge, and then it's we'll all at least get something, right? Because if you finish the challenge, you get some money. Okay, it's only like fifteen grand, but right. for third place, right. but you still get something if you finish. Yeah. You, all you have to do is finish. So right. you're going to be walking away with money no matter what. And there was a surprise elimination right before they went into the final challenge, and she threw Johnny Bananas into the elimination, and he got out. So she just like threw him under the bus right at the end. Uh, so the following season, they get paired up as rivals, right? And it it's not revealed until the very end after the final challenge that whoever. Um, the the time was also broken down for best individual time mm -hmm. and then it's revealed after it's revealed like who is in which position and johnny bananas and sarah are both are in first place and but he got a better time overall than she did mm -hmm. on their team and it's revealed at the end that the person with the best overall score gets to decide whether or not to split the money with their partner <laughs> or to just take or to just take it all he take it all and he took it all <laughs> And he took it all. <laughs> How did she react? So, she uh, broke down. Like it was. <laughs> oh, it, I shouldn't have screwed him the season before. It was so. It was honestly. It was horrifying, especially because throughout the whole season they were like mending fences, right? They were like, "We're getting over our differences." Like he was like, "I forgive you," and it's watered under the bridge. And then right at the last second, he's like, "You know what? Honestly, she did. She did me dirty last season. So I'm gonna take all the money and run. I can do a lot with this money." <laughs> And he's like, I don't, I don't, I'm not on the challenge to be nice to people. <laughs> you know, he's like, I'm here oh, to win dude. money and I want, so I'm taking the money. Then okay, it's bad. It was okay. badass. Okay. It was like, I was like this, you absolutely cannot write this stuff. <laughs> Would you have done that? Fuck no, dude. Ah, you would have split it? Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course I would have split it. Are you kidding me? I probably would have too, but it's just so funny yeah. to think that there's so I know. It's like he's such an asshole. Oh, my God. But, but it's awesome. But you, you're not going to hold her to last year when 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 they had an alliance? If um, if I think the difference is, is that she kind of screwed him out of like maybe $15,000. Why? Because they weren't going to win. Not, not. Well, they weren't on a team. They were just on an alliance. Okay. So it wasn't like given that he was going to win two hundred and fifty grand. Oh, is that what you win? Is two fifty? I think that was like yeah, <laughs> for first place. It was like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Pockets one hundred twenty-five. Uh, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to take all of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he could. Yeah, he could have given like given her one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, but he was like, no. So I would have given her fifteen thousand. <laughs> Here's your fifteen thousand from last year. The uh, so that's one, and the other one, um, and then we're gonna take a quick break because I gotta go pee. But uh, yeah, um, the other one was a couple seasons later, and there was this dude, Jordan, 
who was kind of a newer guy. Michael? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he was kind of a newer guy. He was like super cocky. Um, and B he, Jordan. Yeah. He's super <laughs> cocky and like really full of himself. And he like butted heads with Johnny bananas right instantly. Okay. Uh, and he was like, I, you think you're the big dog on campus, but I'm here to take your fucking crown, man. And all that stuff. Just talking mm. like a huge, huge game. Right. And he, um, like, and they're like plotting against each other and like getting, trying to get other people to like vote them into the elimination so they can get the other one out of the game. And, uh, Jordan, uh, Johnny Bananas gets sent into the elimination and everybody else has to vote for who they want to send in. Right? So right. Jordan volunteers himself. He's like, I'll go in there and I'll send him home. And so the way the game worked was uh, like uh, people would have to go down and flip a card and there was three cards and two of them were blank and then one of them was the kill card and if you flipped the kill card, you went into the elimination to face off to go home. So this dude goes down there and he <laughs> grabs like he goes first and he just flips all of the tiles over so to like to be like I'm, jordan I'm, does yeah he's okay. like so he flips them all over and he's like i'm fucking going in and to send to send johnny bananas home <laughs> and it's like a, a wall climbing game where they have like a drywall mm -hmm. the, like it's like yeah with pretend, pegs uh it's not pegs you have to punch your way through so you have oh, to like, okay, so like Batman. Yeah, so yeah. you have to punch through the drywall to make yourself like a foot and handhold okay. to climb up and it's like 12 feet or something and jordan's at a little bit of a disadvantage because one of his hands wasn't fully formed when he was born oh, so it's like um like all his fingers aren't quite there and um he just you know it's just how he was born it was like a birth defect okay um but he's also like he doesn't let that stop him from he does really well in a lot of the challenges okay uh but that's that particular game is not suited for him necessarily right. and he does a pretty good job actually keeping up and it's getting kind of down to the wire and jordan's actually like making good time and then right at the top he one of his footholds breaks and he falls down and johnny banana sends him home oh, <laughs> oh dude that's yeah. terrible yeah so the guy <laughs> right the guy went in fully like ready to be like i'm gonna send this fucking guy home and he was talking shit the whole season the whole season was talking shit to him and he sent him home. It was awesome. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, man, you just got to wonder what the other challenge they had in mind, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I wonder if it was something else that, like, he couldn't use his hands. Like, it's patty cake. It's like, fuck! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break so I can go pee. We'll be right back. For listeners of the Eavesdrop podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. One of my favorite audiobooks that I have been reading recently is The Shining by Stephen King. Chad, have you ever read The Shining? Uh, no, I think I saw the movie first. I don't think I've ever read it. Well, I just started. There was we did an episode about on overbooked about it because I'm currently listening to that audiobook. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> it's a it's a pretty creepy book. There's been a couple times where I I have like wireless headphones, and sometimes if like my my baby girl wakes up in the middle of the night or something like that. I'll pop in my headphones and start listening to an audiobook while I'm trying to get her back to sleep because sometimes it takes a while. Okay. Uh, and it's uh, really creepy to listen to it while you're <laughs> trying to rock a kid to sleep <laughs> or the dad's trying to murder the son. <laughs> dude, I love uh, what is it, Audible? Yeah. Audible. Uh, dude, I love Audible. Oh, yeah. Audible's uh, great. Dude, I definitely recommend uh, Tribe uh, by uh, Sebastian Younger. He reads it. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. But if there is ever a 
one. I hope I don't get it to play. If they okay, if you have if, if it's narrated by David Stifle, it's gonna be fucking awesome, <laughs> dude. David Stifle is one of the best uh, readers they got. Uh, he, I, th- he I feel like re- you may have <clears throat> talked about him. Before. Yeah, he really. Yeah, I don't think I remembered his name, but David Stifle. Um, he did the Awaken Online series, and it it really adds to it. I mean, hmm. the book is good anyway. Yeah, uh, and I can't believe I've gone through that series. <laughs> I've gone through the five books and the uh, or the four books and the three side quests <laughs> like a nerd. <laughs> well, okay, so um, for a free trial for audiobook uh, for Audible, for a free trial of Audible, go to www.audibletrial.com slash slash eavesdrop. That's E A S E D R O P. And here we go for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! I love me some Audible, man. Uh, yeah, dude. I, there's a actually, I was I remember I was it was on an episode of Neil Brennan's podcast, How, uh, How Neil Feel, which is a definitely recommended. He's <laughs> so fucking great. Um, but he recommended a book, and I can't remember the title, and I haven't gone back, and like it's driving me nuts because he was like yeah no this is a this book explains you know how we got to where we are today and i was just like oh i wish i could remember (laughs) oh sometimes listening to like a podcast and they mention something and then you think of it like a while later and it's like well what am i gonna do go back and comb through 30 hours of a podcast to try and figure out this one thing i should have wrote it down man i really should have wrote it down i imagine i will end up going back and, and and skimming through mm-hmm. i'm i'm serious because but i mean that that podcast is fucking great anyway uh, i uh there was a podcast <clears throat> i was listening to where they play music um like they'll you know play just play music from different full metal brewer <laughs> <laughs> same format okay. um okay. and uh, i didn't like write down the song it like came on while i was driving and then like i forgot about it and then like the kind of like the melody of the song like creeped its way back into my head like months later and i was like oh, i am not gonna go back and look for it i don't know when that was and then i was just like trying to like google, google ma- couple yeah. like maybe a couple of the lyrics that yeah. like i remembered but they're all like kind of all over the place so it's just like a mad lib <laughs> of did you song. ever find it no i didn't find oh, it of course dude. not <laughs> oh shit dude yeah dude did i have to go back yeah. and remember i remember on um there was a torrent website called Demonoid, um, and it was a, like one of the best ones because you had to be like invited to be a part of it. So it was like Ooh. really, it was like humble brag. It was safe, you know, like okay. you weren't going to get a lot of viruses and like malware and stuff like that because you, t- you had to be invited yeah. by somebody yeah, yeah. in order to like, you know, get on there. So you can't like be infecting people's yeah. stuff yeah, yeah. as easily. Um, but there was somebody that would put out like their own like curated playlists on there and it would be just like indie summer jams and i'd be like oh i'll download that i'm in it's summer i'm in the mood for summer jams you know (laughs) and every once in like a lot of it was just stuff i wasn't into but there would be like a couple songs on each one that would kind of like stay in my repertoire you know okay and the, the but this was like 10 years ago right so it was quite a while ago and um just re and it's been a while since that's even been like a site that's like still runs you know because it got like shut down or whatever okay um but this song from one of those playlists crept in my head and i didn't have the like i didn't have that computer that i had downloaded it on and 
didn't have any of like my old music files and like couldn't find i tried to like go online and try and find the that playlist again like in on like a different site or something like that and i couldn't find it and that it's just been like in driving you nuts yeah <clears throat> still haven't found that either nope. don't know the band's name don't know this i know <laughs> the name of the song was like something um like coca-cola but it was like spelled differently and uh or it wasn't quite coke it was like rc cola no (laughs) it was like something like coca-cola but maybe spelled differently and maybe kind of just like a j like c-a like cala cola or something like that right and so i and i've been trying to find it and i cannot (laughs) find it and it's driving me (laughs) fucking crazy No, plenty of Google trips, I guess. Yes, and every yeah. once in a while, I'll be like, I should try and find that song. <laughs> okay. That reminds me, of like, uh, there's a, I was working at a, uh, I was working at Greavy's, and it's just a sports bar, um, tendon think, bar. Uh, no, I was waiting tables, but they, you know, they would they had the jukebox in the back, and it would cycle through, and it, would, it, it was it was pretty decent. You know, there would be sometimes I'm like, skip this thing, this has been on too much, <laughs> uh, but. Um, they played It Ain't Over Till It's Over. Okay. I don't know that song. Uh, Lenny Kravitz. Okay. Okay. But when I heard it, I go, hey, I know this is Lenny Kravitz version, but who did the original? And she was like, my manager's like, uh, Lenny Kravitz. And I was like, no, 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 the original version of it. Well, who did it? <laughs> we literally did a who's on first with that for like a couple minutes. I was like, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I go home and I'm Googling and I'm going page by page and I'm like, oh, shit. This is a Lenny Kravitz song. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, son of a bitch. Because, uh, like, you know, I hate almost all of his other stuff. Yeah. Because uh, it's just repetitive and he wants to look like Hendrix yeah. and it's just very basic. I, but that It Ain't Over Till It's Over song is fantastic. Yeah. And I, and I just, <laughs> I was like probably like four Google pages in before I was like, I think I was wrong. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely, has, has it ever happened to you where there's like a band or something that you really hate? And then you'll hear a song on like the radio or something and you'll be like, oh, this song's actually pretty good. And then you find out later it's that band that you hate and you're just like, ah, fuck. Like that happened to me with a Mumford and Sons song where I was like, oh, fuck Mumford and Sons. They fucking suck. And then uh, somebody put it on like a mix, uh, one of their songs on like a mix for me. Right. And I didn't know it was them because they didn't put like a track listing on the mix or anything like that. And the song came on and I was like, oh, this song's pretty cool. I love, like this yeah, is yeah, a good song. Yeah, who does this? And then I like looked it up on, on Google and it was Mumford and Sons. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> How much do I like that song? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's a, a, you just, you're just like, well, what's going to take more work? Admitting I like a Mumford and Sons song or the work I'm going to have to do to hate the song. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. you know what, dude? There's too much cowbell. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I I think just accepting that you. Lo- I don't you, like the word soliloquy. <laughs> fuck you. I think just accepting that you like one of their songs is like the way to go. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, I accepted that Lenny Kravitz wrote a good <laughs> song. A good, yeah, he did. If he you did. have a large enough catalog, at least one of those things is going to be a banger. You know. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that one's a good one, dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, a, are you gonna go my way? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I think there with bands that have been around for a long time that have like an extensive catalog. Def Leppard. No, no matter. Oh. Well, I'm thinking more of like <laughs> the you know the bands that maybe just they wouldn't you wouldn't think they were good. Like I'm thinking of like okay. a band like Hanson. You know, like Hanson. Like right. They they've put out 
Everybody knows him for that one song. I just know him for their alcohol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're thinking of Hennessy. That's Henny. <laughs> um, no, they, 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 but they, they make an alcohol. Oh, do they really? Yeah, I think they do. <laughs> oh, uh, that's awesome. I um, do believe I heard of it uh, in, the interviewed on a podcast. That's really funny. Um, <laughs> I know. Nuts, huh? But they've also put out like 10 other albums, you know? And you got to think at sure. least one Hanson song has got to be just like straight up good. Not like in like an mbop way. But. I'll never know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, unless somebody puts it randomly yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. But there's got to be like something in there where you're like, I bet for almost anybody, they would hear at least one Hanson song and be like, you know what? This song's all right. <laughs> I wonder if that would bring me to my... There's one bit of information that I remember when I heard because I love this artist so much. And he's so much a favorite artist of mine that uh, he's a, definitely an artist. If, uh, if Beck puts out Beck in the Bathroom... I'm going to buy it because it's probably going to be fucking good. Mm -hmm. Although not like I've been a fan of his last couple ones. Um, but, you know, hey, he's got so much credit in my book. But this is one of those guys that's like, he's like, man, if it wasn't for Hendrix, probably Pearl Jam. And Beck, you might be talking to a serial killer. <laughs> I mean, seriously, <laughs> dude. Uh, but I love Beck so much. But man, I remember I was at the Quarter Barrel and Ben Hess was like, you know, he's a Scientologist. And I just was like, really? And he's like, yeah. Oh, and I yeah. dropped to my knees. I was like, no. Uh, I know. But you know what, dude? I was like, I was like, hey, man, he that he's a weird cat like that. So uh, you know what, dude? If it, if it's working for him, uh, you know, it's definitely working in his music. So you know what? Let it go. That's how I feel about Tom Cruise. Because like after seeing like the last few Mission Impossible movies, mm -hmm. and it's like these movies are undeniably fucking rad. Like Mission oh, Impossible <clears throat> Fallout is fucking awesome. They're definitely some cool ass shit. And it's but then you're like, but it's Tom Cruise. Yeah, and he's I know. A weird Scientologist and Scientology's bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they pretty much have slave labor. Oh, and they own so much real estate. Yeah. out there it is. I mean they're. They're, they're so, yeah, it, it's, it's a tough. weird cult. Yeah, um, I, that's why I usually just wait for you know I, I can't I can't remember I think the last time I went to a Tom Cruise movie, <laughs> and I can't believe I went. Um, what's the is it? It's Mission Impossible Three, when he gets the they have the implants that go in your head. Yeah. Okay. With three. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. Yes. And <clears throat> I remember I think that's the last. No, it might have been Edge of Tomorrow. I might have went out and, and that movie is also that super one, good. That one is so underrated. It's yeah. a great movie, but um, so you ha but you haven't seen you didn't see like Mission Impossible four or five no, or six. I well, I hated two. Like I was so angry. Yeah, at that two. movie sucked. It was just the, like I, I was like, dude, enough with the fucking motorcycles, and you're not going to be able to make those moves on those motorcycles. Like you're asking too much. It's like you might as well have them on a bus doing 55, having to jump a bridge that's a uh, half done. You know what? Yeah. I'll even argue that one's not the first one's oh, not good. Really? Yeah. See, I kind of dug the first one. I know a lot of people did, but I don't think I think if you go back oh, and watch well, it, comparing it to what they've done no, with no, the stunts, but even like as its own thing, I think going back and watching it now, I bet. Because I don't think a lot of people have watched it in recent years, but I like. Uh, when was I'm, the last time you saw the first one? Oh, probably a couple months ago, man. Really? Yeah, yeah. And you're still into it? Yeah, and it might be a little bit of nostalgia. Okay. <laughs> By I the way, I, I would love to find out what the octave was on that. And you're still into it? <laughs> <laughs> we that might, was a high C sharp. <laughs> we might need that for a drop. Uh, uh, okay. Well, I, here's one thing I did want to ask you about. Uh, if, if, we, if we can go back to the musicians. Sure. Are there bands or musicians that you feel you've outgrown? I have two that I that I outgrew that I just don't listen to anymore. I'm like, I just, oh, you know, 
dude in high school i listened to like crusty punk music so there's a lot of bands that i've outgrown <laughs> that have tons and tons of bands that i've outgrown okay uh well how about like, uh, how about how about um fairly popular um fairly popular big bands that like you know because you could tell me a lot mm-hmm. of those crusty bands and i want no shit right but you know they're like oh well i kind of outgrew the misfits you know which you know i would be angry about but uh right yeah <laughs> i still love me some misfits uh, dude. So, i don't know why uh, no i fucking love the misfits dude the misfits are great and honestly <laughs> mama uh, <laughs> mother yeah mother <laughs> but that's danzig that's not the misfits oh no, no um no wait a minute um can i go out and kill tonight Oh, that's a mommy, oh, mommy, can mommy I can, oh, dude, gotcha. just when that right, guy right. answers during that break, it's like, mommy, and then the guy <laughs> in the crowd's like, yeah, <laughs> dude, he doesn't even try to make it sound like a woman, that's the best part about I it, I didn't know, I, is this from the live one, like a it's, live it's recording, from, no, it's from, um, uh, the, 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 one of their first ones, they walk among us, no, I know, but I thought, like, you said somebody from the what? audience said, okay, yeah, yeah, a, a band that you've outgrown, oh, yeah, someone in the audience, yeah, okay, and so, so it's, it's a, a live, live version, version. it's a live song. version of gotcha, song, gotcha, it's just during the because i haven't heard that that's but i know that song and i was like i don't remember that from that song oh my god yeah i think it's a a live version version of of mommy can i go yeah gotcha and it's just during the break and the bass is like is is just ringing out it's like and he's like (laughs) mommy and the guy in the crowd's like yeah (laughs) i mean i'll play it right now if you want to hear it it's so fucking beautiful uh that's all right you don't um but uh but yeah i guess it would the question would be like a uh like a popular, like a like a fairly known band that you felt you've outgrown that you used to listen to, uh, that you used to jam to, or whatever. Well, so I would say that like, um, there there are bands that I had outgrown, but I've kind of come back around to appreciate. Like okay. I've, ta- I've probably I think I've talked about Green Day on this right. show before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I kind of outgrew them and then kind of like refell in love with their early right. stuff recently. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, but a band that I've outgrown, not really. No, not re- yeah, not really. See, I I have, I have really good taste in music. <laughs> I, ha- I have two bands that I remember being into, um, and of course, uh, you know, I'm fairly older than Brett. <laughs> <laughs> and one, the the first one I outgrew was Boston. Like I used to be into Boston, but like I can't do it anymore. I was like, dude, like you know, and it's probably the the beating my ears took from having to be stuck listening to classic rock or the stations that I yeah. listened to when I was driving around delivering pizza or auto parts or mm-hmm. whatever I was doing, uh, or going to get drugs. You know? Well, <laughs> but, there's certainly but, bands that I've kind of gotten tired of, you know? Well, I, I, I feel like just outgrew them. And I, like, cause when you start learning about guitar and then you hear of just how much over production they did with their guitars and like, let's sync them all up and blah, 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 yeah. blah. Um, but the other one was, was, uh, Def Leppard, that's a hundred percent. And I feel there was, you know what? I do think there was one more. Yeah, but I know it's Def Leppard. Like I used to be a huge Def Leppard fan, <laughs> but now it like like I just hate the you know when you hear that you know the drummer only has one arm now. No, I mean when you hear, <laughs> you know, when you hear that uh, that they uh, they got uh, people in advertising to help them with lyrics to make stuff sell when you hear that like that's just gross yeah. pour some sugar on me and like and then you start to look at the evidence like holy fuck it is there yeah. this is no pyromania when you guys fucking just were like i'm gonna throw it down myself yeah. but again i outgrew it and so to, you know. to me that that stuff uh i i think there's um 
there's a part of me that also recoils at stuff like that but then there's a part of me that's like there's a lot of like good songs that are just good songs and it kind of doesn't really matter to me how they came about you know what i mean like if you like like uh whitney houston doing uh uh i will always love you right oh well yeah. like that's amazing but it's not yeah. but she didn't write that song you know what i mean yeah, so, but the uh, pipes are undeniable. It's not like sure, Def Leppard I mean. got like yeah, you know, yeah, Def yeah. Leppard got any part of their band. But I mean, I'm, except from the drummer that can play with one arm. <laughs> I mean, That's something like uh, like uh, the Monkees, you know, because they're kind of they were like basically a boy band, you know, they were like assembled, you know, uh, and it's like, but still, the Monkees like did <laughs> the worst Avengers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Monkees assemble. <laughs> Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. You know, and like, uh, you know, like a lot of like pop stars and stuff like that, like they'll get a lot of gripe because they don't like write their own songs. They're like written by producers and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but they're like a singer. There's a difference between being like a singer and a songwriter. And there's a difference between being, maybe there's a difference Mm -hmm. between being like a guitar player and, uh, because, you know, there's like session guitar players who yeah. will just go and there's in the and people play. that'll go in and make commercials. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking bunch of pieces of shit. Hey, you got to make a living, right? Fuck you. Do <laughs> Dude, if somebody was like, do you want to write jingles for commercials and we'll pay you $2 million a year? I'd be like, oh, fuck yeah. <sighs> fuck. Absolutely, I would do that. Oh. You wouldn't? Gosh, that hurts, man. You would. You really wouldn't do that. <clears throat> I don't think my soul could let me. Uh, no, you know what? You would have so okay, much time no, to do other stuff. Yeah, look, if it opened the door to philanthropy, then I would do it. But, That's what I'm saying. And it's a cush job. You get, like, great benefits, you know? Oh, man, but, yeah, but you know what? They're not going to want my ideas. <laughs> Motherfucking Burger no, no, no. King! Yo, come and get it, no. you dicks! You know? <laughs> they like, do... No, no in, this, in this hypothetical universe... You, they, you have the, they're giving you that they want you for specifically what you are going to do. Oh, well then yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> just turn this fucking thing up to 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they were like, you know what? I would, I would make Burger King like, uh, like one of the empirical kings, like the king uh-huh. you don't like, dude, where he's just forcing you to buy his stuff. I would, <laughs> I would make a thirty-minute be... commercial that was just me on the keyboard going Burger King, Burger King. Uh, boom, hey, boom, boom. what's that old thing kings used to invoke to sleep with somebody's wife? Prima nocta. <laughs> like that's what he would be. Where the king would deflower every burger, bride. The Burger King come. There's a couple on a date and. The Burger King just comes in and claims it. Dude, that would be my commercial. What a fucking bullshit tradition Prima Nocta is. Dude. What a fucking bullshit that, tradition. Like, okay, like, that's how, like, you think it's amazing that, like, who's, it's tough to put on the scales. Who's worse? Um, today's uh, white supremacist that's going to go to a Walmart and shoot Hispanics or that guy. That 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 old king that would claim that because, dude, that is some like, he could like you can't stop that back oh, yeah. then, like 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 dude. And, and by the way, like how how could women that idea came into your head mm-hmm. and everybody was cool with that? Oh, I mean, I know the people they weren't cool with that, but they they that's how much power they had. Yeah, they let that that shit happen. Oh yeah, like I could like 
Even if like if they're like, what a hey, horrible time. Hey, welcome to uh, Africa, Chad. Uh, you know that little country uh, named Chad. Like, hey, uh-huh. since your name's Chad, I know it's Chadwick, but we're gonna like, get like, and you can actually do this. I'm like, I'm definitely not doing that, dude. Like, what kind of shit is that? No, oh, you yeah. think I'm gonna ruin someone's fucking like? Look, and you're talking to a dude who's been single for way too fucking long, <laughs> and there's no way I'm doing that, dude. Yeah, Holy, it's it's like such a weird. Like, I'm sure they had some bullshit reason where it was like, this gives your, like, it's like, adds royalty to your lineage or some bullshit like that or whatever bullshit reason they had. But really what it is, is it's just like, it's a fucking, like, savage power move. Okay, so here's, 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 this is what I know. I'm living in a village, mm-hmm. okay, and I'm not the one gonna get married. I just, you know, see my friend have to experience this, or even if it was me mm-hmm. that knew that if I get married, it was gonna happen. So what I'm doing is uh, I make a trek to another town where um, I know there's an infected um, uh, woman, maybe a woman of the evening of the night maybe like somebody that has something you mm-hmm. know this makes the if you have sex with her your balls itch for the rest of your life and your <laughs> penis might fall off that is who i'm bringing back and for about a couple weeks we're gonna talk up her beauty and we're gonna try to make it look as pretty as motherfucker. <laughs> and it'd be great if she was pretty anyway and so we talk her up and then uh, although back <clears> then <throat> no one was very pretty <laughs> uh, okay uh, fair 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 but we talk it up like and, right. you know again mona lisa holy shit and uh then we have we, we say hey dude we're gonna you know chuck come here <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna give you some food and some money and stuff and we're gonna throw this big wedding for you and her and since you know the news got out and the king wants mm-hmm. king's gonna come claim that dude Look, man, you don't have to stay with this woman. We just wanted to fuck the king <laughs> to have his balls itch and his cock fall off. That's exactly what my plan would be. Oh, yeah. And then it, maybe it would be like the Robin Hood, <laughs> some weird sexy <laughs> Robin And you would have to do You could do it to them, like, because back then, if it like a king could be like 12 years old, you know? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So do it when they were like the new king and yeah. then you cut syphilis. off the lineage. <laughs> yeah, kid syphilis. But you cut, they would die from it because people died from it. It's a great every, DJ name. People, yeah, <laughs> people died from everything back then. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, any ailment would just be like 24 hours later, you'd be dead. Yeah. Oh, man. Golly. <laughs> so do it to them when they're young and just like, and then they haven't had a chance to like procreate yet. Yeah. My question is, like, there had to be a dude that came up with that idea, you know, back oh, then. Oh, yeah. There had to be. Oh, yeah. I want to talk to that guy. Where's he at? He probably oh. died in a dungeon. Like, the king found out, motherfucker. <laughs> Joe talked. <laughs> God damn it. Joe, you in your mouth. Yeah, I think, I think like, now, today, today's day and age sucks, and there's terrible things going on all over the world. But there are, at least there are, like, pockets of, uh, oh, yeah. of His- the history. earth. Well, no, there are pockets, like currently, there okay. are pockets uh. of the the planet that are okay. like, uh, like people are doing okay and are not under, like in harm's way all the time. Yeah. Norway, uh, looking at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that, like, all, like I said, there's p- terrible things going on all over, but like pre, I don't know, like pre 1800, maybe like everywhere, everything everywhere seemed bad just oh yeah <laughs> slavery yeah uh you know yeah, kings coming in and fucking your wife on mm-hmm. your wedding day yeah uh <laughs> people just I mean, like we can just fucking roaming dart, dart roaming continents <laughs> yeah. and demolishing them like t- huh. slaughtering yeah. and like 
pillaging and raping like oh hey do you know if we just kill a shitload of buffalo we can just starve out the indians i'm like dude yeah you built a mountain of fucking buffalo bones just to oh jesus and christ ga- like genghis khan just like oh man i'm gonna kill and fuck anything that moves <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i don't know what order <laughs> Like, just of all the DNA that Genghis Khan has out there, just think of how much more there is with the dead ones that he fucked. Because okay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that guy was bad. Wow. He was bad news. Wow. Alexander yes. the Great, horrible. I, oh. Like these guys that were just like, I am the king of everything. <laughs> it is my birthright to rule over everybody and everything. Man. It's fucking insane. Like, how could you, to have that, like, to look out at the world and look at the massiveness of it and to automatically assume that you, it all belongs to you (laughs) and it all revolves around you. Uh, And by the way, like, there's going to be places of, like, no one's going everywhere on earth. Right. Like, I I would like to know, there has to be some document or some record of somebody who's gone to the most places. You know? I'm sure there are. I mean, that those are the the, the well-traveled cat. But uh, yeah, dude, they'll just be like, uh, oh, I know we're in England, but uh, yeah, you know uh, South Africa? You know Cape Town? Have you heard of it? That's mine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they don't even know your name there, dude. <laughs> well, um, I, I sent a bottle, and it had a message in it. I'm pretty sure it get there. There's, I don't see anything for a person who has gone to the most places. Um. Well, I imagine there's like books out there because there has to be some ridiculous like record of most places visited. Who has traveled to the most Google. in the world? James Brown. Oh, he's dead. Damn it. Oh, he's been to all 193 countries. This is from 2017. Ah, and who is this? Um, his name Tom is Jones, <laughs> Don Parrish. He's a 73-year-old um, and has dedicated the majority of his life to traveling, having visited some places some of us can only dream of. His long list of visited destinations include Switzerland, Russia, North Korea, Easter Island, Somalia, Madagascar, Finland, wow. South Africa, and Mexico, just to name a few. The Chicago resident started traveling after spending the summer of 1965 in Germany working in a metal factory. He has since become one of just 23 people to have completed the Traveler's Century Club, visiting the 325 countries or territories on their list. Wow. He, okay. He has been to all 193 United Nations countries and, ha- and more than 1,000 places on the Nomad Mania list. See, that's, where, that's who we need to get interviewed on the podcast. And I was like, which place has the best McDonald's? <laughs> Look, we know you've been to a lot. <laughs> that actually, that type of stuff would be kind of interesting to know of like what, which, because every <clears throat> McDonald's follows a formula, right? Mm-hmm. Like everything is cooked the exact same way, mm-hmm. but it is going to be a little bit different. Yeah, I wonder. So, I somewhere wonder, else, like depending on like what kind of meat was used, what kind of cows were used, what kind of like. Wherever they're they were still, fed. wherever they're still cooking the fries with animal fat, that's the best McDonald's. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Here's a, uh, did you listen to that Malcolm Gladwell uh, podcast Mm-mm. at all? That was one of the episodes where he's like, why, you know, when I was, he's like, I remember being a kid and having the McDonald's fries taste so much better, but I don't like, I don't know what it is. So he did an investigation. He's like, yeah, well they switched to vegetable oil instead uh, of animal, uh, you know. Well, fat. I appreciate that since I don't like animal stuff. Well, I, and, and well that's yeah. And plus it's like, you know, but it was funny because they cooked the, uh, like in five year or 10 year increments. 
of the ways they cooked the fries and the one mm. they brought in some millennials and they go which one's the best fry and they tried the one with the animal fat <laughs> was the one they're like those are the best fries oh. really good. <laughs> and he goes and he goes it's crazy when i when i when i tasted them you know i was like dude that's what i remember that's what i remember as a kid he's like that just took me back and i was like dude that's crazy it's just that little it's shit like that yeah um, i remember egg mcmuffins being better but well, sometimes I with that. Well, who knows what kind of ch- what the chicken's life is <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. delivering those eggs now? They just get the the one it couple be... couple chickens in the back. They're just like <laughs> fucking get to it. We got a lot of waters. <laughs> there should there should be a podcast that rates the best um, like chain like locations of chains like the best yeah. Ross dress for less. You know, the, the best, best Roy Rogers the best is McDonald's. in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> the best uh, Hertz Auto uh, uh, car rentals. The best. Yeah. If they if they just rated like went to a bunch of different ones, or if there was like a poll, like had a poll, and people could vote on the best location of all these different chains. We're gonna take you to the one and only Hollywood video that's left all yeah. the way in <laughs> Anchorage, Alaska. I um. I feel like video stores are one of the most tragic um, casualties of the current era. What um, you still want to? You still want to go? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's there's something like. Um, you know what? Maybe we should open up a uh, uh, open up one of those, mm-hmm. and, and but it's just for nostalgia. <laughs> you know, we can we can put in some video games in the back. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, well, there's actually <laughs> the nostalgia store. I the it's funny that we we're talking about this because on on the way to the off to the eavesdrop studios, there is the last like video rental store in Boise uh, on the way here that just recently closed down. Oh. It closed its doors for the final time just a couple of months ago, and it was it's a place called Video Memories, and it was one of those things where I never lived. Uh, you never went never went to it because it was never, it's kind of out of the way for my normal stomping grounds up until recently but like okay. if it yeah, was if in it colorado it's a little <laughs> far away yeah, yeah. but no they'd been around for <laughs> yeah. like ye- like 30 years like since Man. the 90s was like, it called errols <laughs> it was called video memories and it was right over here by the real theater over on overland okay um okay and uh i but i i talk i lament hastings a lot Hastings because, Hastings was cool because they yeah. dude uh, they had some really cool uh, every so often they'd get really cool um, apparel like in the back like I think that's where I got my Breaking Bad hat um, which I really fucking every love. once in a while I, c- I would find like <coughs> a cool band shirt like I remember yeah, finding like yeah. a Motorhead shirt there one time that I was like fuck yeah I'm yeah. getting this Motorhead shirt are you kidding me <laughs> dude they'd have cool shit like that yeah and you would find like a, like cool little toys um, I think yeah. I got a shot glass from there one time yeah, yeah it already it broke a, it but. it was a good place to go like to get somebody like a birthday present like yeah. uh, like just like a little thing just to be like happy yeah. birthday I got you yeah. like this little fucking like sign that says like tits up or something uh i got you a novelty license plate that says tits up (laughs) um sun's out guns out (laughs) yeah 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 Uh, yeah they would have and um but yeah yeah, because they'd have their video side mm -hmm. and like uh you know and they started like putting uh like when vinyl kind of started making a comeback Mm -hmm. they started like putting records there and i would like uh some records yeah some (laughs) fucking records dude (laughs) um but every once in a while, I would go and just like peek through like some of their records and stuff like that. And I'm not like a record collector, but I have a record player and have like a few like 
few records, you know, not like, I'm not like a dork about it, but so every once in a while, like if I was there and like kind of looking around, like they would, I would see like Wu-Tang's 38 Chambers and be like, yeah, I'll, I'm going to get this. <laughs> Why wouldn't I get this? You kidding me? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, did, I, I That is kind of wild. Um, yeah. Hastings was pretty fun. I yeah. mean, I remember when I first moved out here like 10 years ago, uh, when I was at when I was at my sister's and I still hadn't got my license back yet, dude. I was like, "Yeah, it's just me out here, and I'm pretty much dating the video store up the block." There, <laughs> I was just going there, renting like movies and games sometimes yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. You know, but then I grew up in my late thirties, dude. It's impossible to rent. There's no good way to rent video games anymore. Uh, well, that the, sucks. What about that um that that online service? I don't like it. I don't because? like it because you have to send them back. <laughs> You know, so like, well, can't you just get shit through Steam sometime? Uh, Steam always, my buddy always tells me about the mu- music stuff, and uh, oh, because he would tell me about um, that there is pretty cool. They would, they actually have a program now uh, oh. where it can help learn you learn guitar, and oh, like they'll cool. sell it on Steam, and you just install it into oh. your Xbox or your PlayStation. And he oh, said I there's thought, a. I thought Steam was like uh, just like a computer thing. I no, know. no, they have games. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's one place you should check out then, oh, because yeah, you know, because uh, a lot of times it's just like, yeah, just download this and put it on there, and you know, now you own the game. Uh, but is it owning or renting? Because uh, well, I think it's owning. Okay, see, uh, that's what I don't like. You don't want to own it. I don't want to. I just want to be able to rent a game for like a week for like seven bucks. You know what I mean? But you don't. Okay. But I don't want to own it. Like that, I don't want to okay, buy that, every game. Okay, that's. But isn't that that rental place though? You're like, yeah, but you got to send them back. Yeah, well, but that's what's annoying is that like it's just you, what you would rather you you you're fine taking it back and dropping it off, but you're not fine. Yeah, putting because it in. you can do it that day. <laughs> All you gotta do is put it in your mailbox, dude. No, but then you have to wait like for however long to get the next game oh, in your queue. That's, okay, I so got they because they, okay. they won't send yeah. you a new one until, until they the re- one. until yeah, the yeah. other one gets back. Okay. So there's like a four or five like we, like day gap. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I want to play now. Yeah. Well, cause sometimes like I'll just have like a little bit of time in the afternoon yeah. or like, I'll be okay. like, I'm going to have like some free time the next few days. So, <laughs> but like you can do it at Redbox, but they have a horrible right. selection and oh, yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. it's like, uh, like four bucks a night or something like that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like, if you're going to do it for three nights, it's like $12 to rent. Yeah. It. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like Hastings, you could rent games for like five bucks and you would get it for like the whole week. You yeah. would get it for like seven days. Yeah. And yeah. that's enough time to like play through like the campaign of a game or something like that, right, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, but these fucking red box games, they don't give you enough time. Yeah, well, not at that price. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> just like at that point, it's like, well, I should just buy it, but I don't want to buy it because games are so expensive. Well, I just, I just steal the red box, like the whole thing. Like, <laughs> oh I yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> Look, man, just drive to one location, break it open, grab what you need. I, no, I off. just attach a cable to it and then drive it through town, like in Fast Five, when they have the safe <laughs> attached to their cars. And I'm just like rolling it into cop cars and stuff like that. And DVDs and Blu-rays and video games are just being yeah. like flown through the air. Dude, then I just drive the car off a cliff, jump out beforehand, go back, find the game I want. Then I'm home. <laughs> we just Uber yeah. home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no fuss, no more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we actually, uh, we, we're going to... We actually have to end the show a little bit early today. Yeah, we get the murder to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, we're going to wrap this thing up. Um, so We uh, actually have a snowman to run over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
uh so any uh any final thoughts chad um rub a dub dub thanks for the grill yeah no, i guess uh, you know the final thoughts are on johnny bananas you know keep it up with the good work oh yeah Dude, <laughs> check it out seriously check out i think there's like a couple episodes a couple like older seasons on amazon prime that you can get for like without if you just have Amazon Prime or something like that. Okay. Well, yeah. Make sure you fin- you make sure you finish up the boys. Uh, I, I really did enjoy that, and uh, I didn't know it, but the the, the nerdy main character is a uh, uh, Quaid and Meg. Oh, Ryan's. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, I was cool. like, oh, look at right that. On. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it was funny because Dustin's watching it and he's like, dude, that guy looks familiar. He does. And and I was like, I was like, well, I can't name anything he's been in, but he kind of has that familiar look, and I guess yeah. that's why. He's like, well, it's kind of Meg Ryan. It's kind of a. Uh... It's a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. All right, and uh. uh Donate to my tip jar. We'll help some people out. Uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And listen to other shows on Eavesdrop. And we'll see you next time. Boom. All right. Bye. Okay, bye.